share my story with my twin flame, my partner, my fiance, David, and um, just to get over and through the controversial parts of TFU and how wrong and damaging and everything that they're portraying is so inaccurate and pretty much ignorant to what twin flames actually are. Welcome to the Anonymous Andrew Podcast. Life and the choices we make. The choices other people make. This podcast explores all things as they relate to dating and romantic relationships. Why we ignore or choose to ignore or miss the red flags. Red flags like gaslighting, cheating, lying, narcissistic behavior, deception, addiction, and so much more. Join me each week as we continue my journey into the modern dating world with my weekend rants, anonymous guest dating stories, and experts who share their wisdom so we can better navigate the dating terrain. If you are new to the show or have been with me from the beginning, hold on tight for the Anonymous Andrew Experience. Greetings, Anonymous Andrew, with you here. So today, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to take a little detour from my journey. This episode will be the first of several episodes dealing with the Twin Flames universe controversy. Today's episode... I interview a young lady by the name of Laura Marie Jenks. Laura reached out to me to talk about this as she has been recently engaged and her and her fiancé identify themselves as a twin flame. And she explains to us the difference And the origins of the twin flame phrase, the concept of twin flame. And like many others, especially on the Facebook groups that I belong to and uh, many people who have watched the documentary are disgusted of how the twin flames universe organization is making a mockery out of the concept and the phrase twin flame. Twin flame came from Greek mythology. So today's episode, Laura will explain to us the difference between a real twin flame and what the TFU is trying to manipulate you into by paying somewhere upwards of $8,000. I want to thank Laura Marie Jenks very much for stepping up and bringing this to my attention. If it wasn't for her, we wouldn't be doing this deep dive. 
I hope you enjoyed the interview and we'll talk to you on the other side. Greetings on Anonymous Andrew podcast, Life and the Choices We Make. And I have a very, very special episode for you today and a special guest. Joining me today is Laura Marie. And Laura Marie reached out to me uh, not too long ago and she would like to discuss a topic that I don't hear talked about a lot, except that it's on Netflix and Amazon, but I'm not hearing it talked about amongst the podcasters um, and even social media, at least the social media that I'm hanging out. So uh, with me is Laura Marie. Laura, say hello. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. And thank you for joining me. Laura Laura's here to talk about the Twin Flames concept and the Twin Flames universe, which is known as TFU. And I'm going to leave it there. Let Laura take over. And Laura, tell us why you're here. So I'm here today to clear up as many misconceptions as I possibly can about Twin Flames. And um, I'd love to share my story with my Twin Flame, my partner, my fiance, David, and um, just to get over and through the controversial parts of TFU and how wrong and damaging and everything that they're portraying is so inaccurate and pretty much ignorant to what Twin Flames actually are. Okay, so let's start there. You and you, you are engaged to your partner, your twin flame. Yes. So I, I, I'm going to just start as if we're beginners. So explain to me what a twin flame is, where it originated from the, 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 the term. So I believe that twin flames are two halves of the same soul. So it is believed that a soul can ascend to the highest point and that it can be split into two bodies. So you are the mirror of the other's soul. So everything from your insecurities, the things that make you happy, your worries, everything like that is amplified onto the other person. You are working with it every day. You're going through all these issues that you might have. You're working with them together. A twin flame is all about coming home to not only your twin flame, but also coming home to you. It's a journey, a self-discovery route of how you work on yourself. And the whole concept, I believe it originates from the Greeks. Um, the Greeks believe believed that there were 72,000 uh, twin flame pairings and um the belief is that everyone was born with, you know, two heads, four arms, four legs, and they were these people were referenced as superhumans. And um, the Greek gods felt threatened, so they split these superhumans into two halves of the same soul. And uh, that is that is one belief. I mean, there's several stories on the internet, but that's the one that I mostly go with is the Greeks. Um, but yeah, twin flames—they're the mirror of the other soul. Okay, so what, so I meet somebody in my life, let's just say during the course of my life, we fall in love. At what point do you and your partner 
know that you are twin flames like tell us a little bit about how you met david so i met david 11 years ago and um we actually met in in the hospital he was my nephew's best friend at the time and uh, david was in there visiting him and uh, i went in the hospital to to visit my nephew and david was sat in the corner and i just remember walking around into the corner of the room and i could just see him as i was like walking towards him and i my immediate thought was "Uh oh i'm in trouble here um and as i walked further i was like oh my god like and i knew immediately like and he stood up and we just we didn't even know each other and we just walked towards each other and we just hugged each other it was we didn't know each other's names we didn't know anything about each other everyone in the room was like what is going on? Like these two people have never met and they're just stood hugging each other. And it was that immediate recognition. And I knew then I was like, this is a soul that I've traveled with before in many different forms, in many different lifetimes. This is a soul I've traveled with before. I had that immediate recognition that David was my twin flame, but we never, we didn't get together at that point, 11 years ago, we've only been together just over a year. So we went through this separation period. Um, David had stuff going on. I had stuff going on. I moved on. I dated somebody else. He dated somebody else. But it was that con. we still had that um, consciousness of one another. We still had each other's souls, if you like. We were still interwined in each other. And um, it wasn't until like a year ago that we reconnected. So the separation period of the twin flame journey ended. I feel we didn't get together back then because we both had parts of our journeys that we needed to complete. Like I was saying earlier, it's about coming home to you as well as your twin flame. So we had to sort of complete our own parts of the journey we had things self-work that we had to do um things like self-love self-worth as well as well as some traumatic things that happened to me and to David so I feel like we had to go through that to mold together and uh we ended up reconnecting and then when we reconnected again it was the same thing again I was like this this man is my twin flame. I feel all this. I know this. And it was like you had that whole inner body and outer body experience that our souls had descended. We were in union together and we we reconnected. And then that was like, we're inseparable. We have to be together. And um, we've been together ever since. And uh, we got engaged in March. And I can honestly say it was merging souls with him is like a forest fire. Um, and I, I'm going to go back to that probably later on. Twin flames, don't get me wrong. They are a beautiful, intense relationship, but also they do have that form of toxicity, I suppose, around them. But it's how you are able to work together to clear up that because you're the mirror of each other. So it's how you work together, how you learn to navigate, to you know heal yourselves, to then heal them, to become one. As you're describing your relationship and how you met David, I I can't help but go back to the relationship that I was in. And in the first year, we had a very similar connection. We, we had done some 
uh, spiritual work and and Akashic Records work, and we learned that we were together in a past life. Mm -hmm. uh, so that we had been reincarnated, and in this life we were meant to be together. And unlike you, I'm I'm I just want to make sure that the audience understands that, of course, that relationship that that I'm that this podcast was spawned about is no longer together. But she had me convinced that we were twin flames, and and it was very much like a little bit of what you described. Uh, unfortunately. I was pulled into this, and, and maybe this is how we can uh, segue into the topic of the Twin Flames universe. But she had she almost manipulated me into believing that I was her twin flame, and and I mm -hmm. fell for it one hundred percent. And I and and even to this day, like it's fifteen, sixteen months now since we've separated. There's a part of me that still misses her. Now, I'm not saying that I'm looking for her. I want to go back to her. But there's a part of me that feels that part of my soul is missing her. And that could be the gaslighting, the deception, the, yeah. the yeah. manipulation. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, because you contacted me to talk about the Twin Flames universe, this controversy that's going on that, do, that Netflix and Amazon have put yeah. documentaries out about. So tell us a little bit about that and where you, what's your take on that? So my friend Becca, bless her heart, she sent me this uh, trailer to um, Escaping Twin Flames on Netflix. And she said, Laura, like, I really feel you should watch this. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. And she wasn't the only one sending this to me. I mean, my Snapchat was blowing up with, have you watched this? Have you seen this? Um, I think this is the reason for the hate that you're getting online. And so I watched it and I watched both of them. I watched the Netflix and the Amazon one. I feel like the Netflix one was a lot darker and went in deeper to um, TFU. My take on it um, would be that it's the most disturbing thing I think I've ever watched, um, how it's being portrayed that a twin flame is this toxicity um, barrier that you need in your life is really disgusting um, to me. I find the whole concepts that they are teaching um, <laughs> in this, I, sorry, I have to laugh because I'm just, it's driving insane, um, teaching that um, these people are paying all this money for these courses on, and they can guarantee these two people um, that we can that everyone has a twin flame um that's probably the biggest misconception that i've i've heard um with twin flames that everyone has one sadly not everyone does have one um not in this lifetime there's there's several different lifetimes and um it's, it's how you choose to come together in each path but it's like i was saying earlier it's how your soul ascends not everyone has a soul that can ascend to that higher level not everyone's open to that um but that concept that everyone has one that it is this um cult this uh satanic 
practice as well that I feel is being shown. You know, there's things being promoted in that documentary, such as stalking, rape culture, uh, top surgery. There's a lot of homophobia, um, I feel, even though that they are crediting themselves as a LGBTQA plus, um, apologies in advance if I missed any letters there, um, community, when they are promoting this you know, straight, you have to be female or you have to be male to have a twin flame. That is the biggest, awfulest misconception as well. Uh, twin flames, it's a soul connection. It's its not about gender. It's not about sexuality. It's that soul connection, that soul merging. And that is not what they're promoting. Um, they also have a company as shown um, briefly in the documentary called Divine Dish, where they are promoting certain foods for uh, twin flame couples to eat. Um, This is also ridiculous. Um, I don't for one second control what my partner eats or what I eat. Um, We don't eat special foods. Uh, I feel that that's horrendous, you know, and that's leading to, uh, as they were saying in the documentary, the victims that um, it's leading to obesity and, and health issues for most people. And this whole concept of um, with your relationship as well, I really feel for you, um, our conversation before um, where you were saying that this woman cut you off from friends, from family. Mm-hmm. That That is that is awful. That's not what Twin Flames are about. You don't um, segregate yourself off in a box to find this soul family that is, again, being heavily portrayed. Um, it, it was absolutely disgusting, and uh, I couldn't believe what I was watching at times. I really couldn't. I, and I couldn't agree more. And and some things, uh, you had mentioned some of the things they were doing. Uh, the the founder, Jeff, I think his name is, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He also identifies himself as the second Christ or second Jesus? Yeah, yeah, the uh, the second calling, I do believe. Right, um, correct. Yeah, of Christ. And I, I do have to say that it's interesting, I, I don't know if they did any AI or artificial uh, imagery, but when they, but there was a picture of him and then a picture of Jesus. They did look very similar, but... Uh, uh, you, you can look at me. I have long hair and a goatee, and I could call myself Jesus too, just because Jesus yeah. had long hair. And, and well, yes, yeah, yeah. So, uh, let me ask you something. So you're not on any social media, but you said you you still have a Snapchat account. Um, yes. What were you posting on Snapchat? That got so much backlash. You said you were being uh, bombarded with. Absolutely. I mean, I've always been, since my career started when I was 16, I'm actually a music producer. I've worked in the industry for 11 years now. And um, I've gained a a, a nice following. Um, I'm not going to say large, but it is a nice amount of people that do follow me. And, um, you know, when I met David, I was so excited when we reconnected. I, I posted pictures with us together, as you do, as most people do on social media. They like sharing pictures of their their partners. And um, it was really around the time that I announced my engagement in March to him that um, 
all hell broke loose, really. Um, Me posting a picture of my engagement ring and saying that I was going to marry my twin flame. That was really horrendous. Um, I mean, I've been called pretty much everything under the sun, um, literally. But when you're telling me to, um, one of the comments, I'm not going to read who it was from because I do have some level of respect for these people. Um, but to tell me that I should uh, slit my wrists so my partner could drink my blood so we could be in union was absolutely horrendous. And I'm mm. like, is this what people think these uh, twin flames are? Do they do they all think we're this satanic um, practice? It, you know, it's as if they've lost all faith in what a twin flame actually is and represents. It's so now fixated, like we see in the documentary, religion um, focused. You know, mm-hmm. in TFU, they have the whole Church of Union, um, which none of them are, uh, you know, registered no. or um, anything or qualified or- in any of this stuff. Nope. They're no. not ordained. They're not, none of them have any degrees. None of them. You know, it'd be different. If, uh, well, I shouldn't say different. It would be even. Uh, I can't think of the word. But if if, if Jeff and, Shal- and Shalia is her name, Shalia. 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 If if they had a master's degree or 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 or, or, or PhDs or had, um, they were indoctrinated in some ordained or something. But they have. I I don't know what their background is, but. As far as I know, and you know, they have no. No, there's there's nothing. I mean, no. when the documentary came out, you know, they did respond to it. They responded to um, the press releases and they were saying, oh, you know, we have people on board with PhDs. Well, they don't specify what the PhD no. is. That could be a PhD in anything, you Correct. know, and they're just they're just slapping that on there it's okay folks we're safe we've got phd people here um that is worrying on its own but also um you know jeff's background is is also quite uh interesting i mean he had different names previous before he came out as jeff correct um he also had his other business um he was a spiritual healer before um tfu started and he was claiming that he could cure cancer uh-huh. And now all of a sudden he is selling selling uh, the concept of true love. And of, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you and you'll you, you you'll correct me because you know more about this. But if you join their, I'm going to say cult. If you join mm-hmm. or just say TFU, and you cannot find your twin flame, Jeff will assign one to you. Absolutely. I mean, I was watching the documentary and there were a lot of people that started asking, well, you've guaranteed us, you've promised us that our twin flame, we will be in union. You've promised us we've paid all this money. And then because so many people were asking, suddenly him and Shalia one night had this big, big call awakening where they were able to see all these twin flame couples, which not only it's absolutely ridiculous. A twin flame couple cannot look at other random people and go, because they are random people. You don't know these people. No. You can't look at them and go, oh, yes, 
that's your twin flame. That's definitely your person. Go be with them. You know, this whole idea of they have the power, they are connected to God um, because Jeff is Christ and uh, he can tell us who the twin flame pairings are absolutely ridiculous um and how damaging it is as well you know when they had the pairings there sitting people down and there were girls um i don't know if i should name the victims names they were named in the documentary but uh keely one of the victims she's in there saying that she her job was to message people to assign them with their new gender because jeff had decided that that person was masculine and this person was feminine yeah absolutely disgusting barbaric and, and it and it also uh from what i w- was watching if you were assigned a twin flame some of them were outside of tfu and yes. some of these people were charged with stalking and they had orders of protection so so because jeff had said john uh, again, I'll make up name. John Smith down the block is your twin flame. This a woman would have to literally stalk him and go after because Jeff said that is your person and you need to go bring him to us. Absolutely, so, yeah. What, what, I feel like Elle's story was um, shocking. You know, the way that Jeff was trying to get Elle to confess to stalking when she, in the documentary, and she's so brave, by the way, for for sharing it, and I believe she's on TikTok now making videos about it, Um, but the fact that she was so open and and told us, like, I went out dancing, my so-say twin flame that Jeff had told me was my twin flame, her ex, I do believe he was, was in the same nightclub. And then all of a sudden, because she had the restraining order put in place by him, she got arrested. Mm -hmm. And then she sat in jail doing the mirror exercise Uh. that, again, I can't even about that. Um, the mirror exercise it apparently saves all um you know she sat in there doing that and and then when she got released i do believe it was her parents retirement fund um that got her out and um she's there in the next meeting with uh god and mother christ and um they're basically putting the manipulation on full pelt saying that they want her basically to confess to stalking so that jeff didn't have to take any accountability yeah. Can you explain? Because uh, I didn't. I'll be honest. I watched most of the documentaries. What What is the mirror exercise? So the mirror exercise, they describe it. There's videos still on their YouTube channel to this day. Um, they're still open. But the mirror exercise, they're basically telling you. So say Bob is mad at you, right? So the mirror is, I'm mad at myself. Like, and it's reversing back. Like, so what? I punched somebody in the face, so I punched myself in the face. It's that whole concept of reflecting everything back onto you. you. Like, so that is also, um, I mean, the mirror exercise, don't get me wrong, can be a a beautiful tool for um, self-confidence. You know, there's a lot of women that will, that that aren't very confident. So stand in the mirror and go, you know, I feel beautiful. Like I'm, that's the sort of mirror exercise that I would promote. That's not, um, not this whole, oh, 
I put, they're mad at me. So I'm mad at myself and I need to blame myself and dig myself a hole. Like, no, disgusting. No. And, and that's something that I was introduced to early on in this podcast. When I left this relationship, I felt un, unworthy of love. I felt ugly. I was even told by her that I was no longer attractive. There was a lot of things that she said to me and that put me in a deep, dark rabbit hole where yeah. I felt very uh, subhuman, I guess would be the word. And I was yeah. told to do the do mirror exercises, but not in the TFU sense, but I would walk into the mirror and look at myself and say that I am worthy of love, that I am a, a, a good person and 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 now i have uh, I've, I've said this on many episodes i have little post-its on my mirrors in my bathroom telling me positive things but yeah. not to the point or anywhere near what tfu tries to do so it's interesting um so what is your message about the twin flames you reached out to me i i i got i also want to just let you and and the audience know before we started recording i went to their website and because i googled it and i just i needed to do uh, do some research before i had you on it scared me when i landed yeah. on that page I looked at it and I shut it down within like 20 seconds. I, I, because I know technology, I know the internet and I know you can be tracked. You can be, uh, there's such things as cookies and things. And I said, Oh my God, if I'm on here for 30 seconds, maybe the next thing I'll know, I'll start getting emails or I'll start getting Mm. advertisements or, 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 or follower, not followers, but, uh, on social media or something. I, it scared me. So yeah, I shut it down. Yeah. It, so um, I, I just wanted to mention that, that it's a very, just just going to the website, and I, and I don't recommend anybody going there, but if you want to take a look at it, it's scary. It's a very scary looking website. Uh, so where are you with Snapchat and, and the social media uh backlash that you've been receiving has it i just um i just sort of i've i've grown a thick skin and uh i've had to develop it i've been in the industry since i was 16 like i said and um i've just developed this six uh very thick skin and uh, i brushed it off and my partner's very much the same He's very much like, meh, it doesn't bother me. I know who's real, who's not. And, you know, it's a good job we are like that. But, um, you know, I do feel for all these all these victims. I mean, the group now that's on Facebook, the uh, TFU group is now an open group. So anyone can join and pop in there. And um, I just want to highlight a group. There's a group on Facebook um, that is discussing the TFU documentary. And there's a lot of people in there that are that are angry, like and, and fair play to them for being so angry about the documentary, but also there's people in there that 
you know, are interested in twin flames and, and want to know if, if this is real and uh, if this is an actual a, a thing that, you know, people can have. And even though, like I said earlier, you know, they are very rare and not everyone does have one, but they are out there. And these people in the group are, are very angry and, um, you know, are very quick to, to shut down and again, make it very satanic about uh, twin flame couples and the amount of times that uh, it's put on there that it's a load of woo woo and a load of rubbish and uh, it doesn't even exist. You know, this is what people people say now. And, uh, you know, this documentary has really taken, you know, the, the reason for that and um, blaming that they aren't real, that they're just something that you, you know, con artists. Um, yeah, it's, it's let, awful. Let me ask you. Of course, this would be your opinion. What would draw one person to TFU? Why would one person join TFU? I honestly don't know. Um, the fact that since the documentaries have gone out, you know, TFU representative, I do believe, came out and said that the sales have dropped in their online classes. But I personally don't believe that because, you know, the group, not that I'm actively watching it, um, but the group is growing. They are growing in followers. The open group is growing. I don't know what would draw someone to it. I feel like a lot of the people in the documentary were they they wanted that love. They wanted that intense love. And when you're being when you're being promised something like that. It's sort of, you know, you want it. They're saying you can have it. It's a no brainer. Like let let's join, you know. And I feel as well, since the since the COVID breakout, a lot of people were so lonely and and wanted that love, this this great inner love, the the greatest love in the world that they're saying you can have. And um, don't get me wrong, twin flames can be the most beautiful relationship in the world. But also, I don't want to forget that, like I said earlier, they're the mirror of the other soul. So they can equally be quite toxic. They can have those toxic traits in there. So it's how you learn to navigate together, how you merge souls together. That is very key. You know, they have to be balanced, whereas it's being promoted as this overly romantic. It's very sex as well is very heavily mentioned. Um, The fact as well that, you know, Keely was saying she felt like she was letting down her her twin flame. I mean, hyphens there. Um, because she didn't always want sex. And Jeff was basically saying to her, to, to everyone, you must never define your um, twin flame of sex. He needs to have as much sex as he wants. So then she felt she lost control of her body. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she couldn't be the only one. Again, rape culture, it's its not what it's about. Not at all. Well, and that's where this whole concept of TFU crosses into the cult area is where you're told what to do. And uh, there's, there's two more concepts I want to bring up. What we're discussing now. So if you're, if you, if you, defy what jeff says you're punished correct you you yes. have do do you know what some of these punishments were you were demoted 
I don't have a clue. I mean, I, I've, like I said, I've never been in TFU. It wasn't really mentioned in the documentary other than the biggest threat to him, threatening people, was that you leave your uh, hierarchy space. So, like, Elle lost her, uh, I do believe she was a marketer. She lost that space. She goes down the ladder. It's like a big pyramid system. That's all I can uh, describe right. it as. So, like, you've got Jeff and Shalia at the top. Then you have, like, the coaches and the um the people that are like uh, you know there was this girl a woman in there she was ex-military i do believe and um she's in there doing this other exercise to plant in the brain i can't recall what it was called for the moment but it was she was planting thoughts in the brain that like these people were being abused as a child to drag them away from their family. You know, there was people like her next, and then there were the twin flame couples and then the students underneath. And that's why I asked you, what what do you think was drawing people to TFU? I think people who are lost, um, either spiritually, um, I think you you hit a very good point with COVID. After COVID, there was a lot of people were in lockdown for two years. There were... Uh, I I don't know what the divorce rate was, but people that were forced to live with their partner 24-7, I think uh, when they came out of COVID, there was a, which is basically what happened to me uh, because I met my ex at the beginning of COVID and we locked down together. Uh, when when, When COVID was lifted, it was when I started finding out what she was up to. Um, So I think people are drawn to this whole, TFU for because they're lost and they're looking for a purpose in their life and especially if you're promised your twin flame your soulmate I'm 63 I'm still looking for my soulmate I have been married I'm pausing because I was married officially once and I I had a civil a relationship with somebody for 10 years that we lived together so in New York State we're considered married um and then after that, I had, I don't know, a dozen or more relationships. And I, and each and every one of them I thought was my soulmate. I'm not going to use the word twin flame. I'll just say soulmate. Mm-hmm. And and even up to this last relationship, I thought she, I thought, was my twin flame because we actually used that word. And like I said, we looked into the Akashic Records and we looked in, and she had me believing that we knew each other in past lives. So I fell for this whole twin flame concept I think because I I has been I have been looking for it my whole life and I think that's what draws people into TFU um, yeah, yeah. There, there, there there's a couple of other things that I I we didn't talk about that I saw in the documentary the baby that Jeff and Shalaya yes. yeah, let's talk Grace. about that oh my gosh where do we begin I mean, she never had the baby, right? The baby was aborted or she has had the child. Yes. Oh, okay. Because the the last I heard, there was a, an issue with the pregnancy and they had to terminate it. So, so then they tried again because she was going for IVF. I think that's called treatment. Yes. Yeah. IVF. Yes. And the first one didn't take. Something happened. It was etropic e- e- or something. What I think that's the word. I th- I think so. Yeah, something like that. Was but the you're first saying one, that yeah. they ultimately did have a, a, a child. 
Yes, yes, Grace. And and this child, they said, would never be paired with a human, that she would have sex with God. Yes, this this child is supposed to be the third part of their twin flame twin flame, union. right. Which yes. kind of is a paradox if you think about it. A twin, a twin is a twin. Is, how can how can there be three and a twin? It just doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't no. make any sense. It's oh no. <laughs> um, that you know the way that they are saying that she is the third in their twin flame union, um, yeah. and the fact that you know they were saying like you you touched on it there that she'd only have sex with god she'd only be with that higher party you know that is so disturbing to me because i'm thinking about what's going to happen to that child is this child going to be um put into you know a relationship sexually with uh jeff or are we you know That's... that's really putting out a lot of you know um conceptions there of what possibly may happen i'm not saying any of this is confirmed but it does sound to me like that that is an intention in the way that they have described that's exactly what i was thinking and you know without uh coming right out and saying that because of course we don't have any proof and and i don't even know how old the child is but yes the way it was described by jeff was that the baby when that when they raised her that she would have only um sex with god and he was god so yeah if you you, one plus one equals two um so i what 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 i did notice is that the authorities were alerted numerous times i think the fbi was was alerted and they looked into them and they could not find anything that they could bring charges against them as of, as of the, as of the documentary. Um, If you know about the cults down in Texas and Johannesburg, uh, I I think at some point Jeff and Shalaya are going to make a mistake and, 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 or do something that will then be become illegal at some point. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just, it's just a matter of time, but how far will they go before? As well, it's, it's how big their following gets. If their following grows so much and, you know, with cults, everyone is very together. And, you know, if they, if they do slip up, I'm sure all these other people that they've uh, brainwashed, I'm going to say, will come out and cover the cover it up for them you know they'll they'll solve the issue it's like all these uh the comments section on their facebook and um, their instagram i find it very interesting how their comments are being moderated like uh comments are currently turned off on facebook i do believe on their posts Mm -hmm. uh comments are turned off from being moderated on instagram they're being moderated on youtube so they know that they're getting a lot of uh hits and uh equally so are are people like myself that are you know i i hate the word saying genuine twin flame couple but i i'm gonna go with that because that's what i believe me and david are that we're a genuine twin flame couple um i hate that we're also getting the blunt of the attack because people are thinking we're having this involvement with them and we are just the same and we couldn't be further apart yeah yeah it's um 
it's just mind-boggling to me that uh, in, in that this is happening after after what we saw in Waco, Texas, and after what we saw, uh, there has been a dozen of these cults over the past 20, 30 years that have ended in tragedy, and <clears throat> I can only imagine what's going to how how this will play out. <clears throat> well, I mean, we've already had a girl. Um, I don't know her name i don't think they named her in the documentary but we already had a, a young girl who was reaching out in the in the group um you know wanting to find her twin flame her purpose if you like and she commits suicide and uh jeff's response to that was well she has decided not to carry on god's work and uh the path of finding her twin flame so she's gone on to the next and it was very much like trying to make somebody who's commit suicide feel guilty you know um that was that was awful to me um how it was being portrayed that there was no emotion around her suicide it was just him dismissing it sort of like like i said oh she's chosen not to carry on this work so she's gone on you know what what i found to be greatly disturbing as when I watch some of the clips from YouTube of Jeff and Shalia and, and they were responding to comments or the media or even the Netflix, the language that they used. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. They, they were quite foul mouthed, I would say. And, mm. and I, I find that, mm. listen, I think we all, we all use, uh, in, in today's society, people I, curse I, a lot. Curse a lot, but yeah. if you're if you're supposed to be the second coming of Christ or whatever he called himself, or mm-hmm. you're supposed to be a, a divine entity or represent that, I, I I find that language. It's like walking into any in any church, the Catholic Church, the Episcopal Church, or even a even a mosque or you're not going to hear them talk like that. And, and so absolutely not. You were, you were mocked. If you went up against him, you were, you were called like a twin flame pussy. You know, if you mocked him, other, other words, you know, that I I won't repeat on air, but uh, horrendous Mm -hmm. things that he would, he would openly belittle them, you know, and anybody that went up against him was, was quickly silenced or felt that they had to get in Jeff's good books again. Um, move up that hierarchy system. It's uh, awful. I, I also awful. noticed uh, that people that worked for them, uh, there was one of the women, and I don't remember her name, but she was head of security, and then she was asked to be on the board of directors, and she was also a coach. And she did not get paid a lot. And what she did get paid, 50% of that was taken away from her. Yes, yes. So it, again, like going back to the hierarchy system, initially, they were saying that, um, you know, you keep everything that you make from your coaching sessions. And then as you were saying, it goes straight back to Jeff and Shalia. Jeff and Shalia have to keep their income. They've got this big, massive house, you know, all these cars, she's walking around wearing Chanel, like yep. it's, you know, your normal Primark. Um, you know, it's, it's like, have a luxury item but you know come on and the baby is got designer clothes and you're funding 
these two billionaires, really, they are, um, you know, these two business people, her father was even in the Netflix documentary and the heartbreak on his face, you know, seeing his child turn into this monster, really. Shalaya's father? Yes, yeah. Yeah, he was in the documentary towards the end and he was saying that he was heartbroken, like that she had become this person, somebody yeah. he didn't even recognize. Um, well, yeah, yeah, so let's talk about the families. The, the documentary did focus on several family members that were grieving they lost their child because they were, as we talked before, Jeff separated them from their families. Yeah. Um, and there was one mother who did receive a text message from her son, I think, Yes, yeah, and who just undergo and uh, went top surgery, as you correct. believe, yeah. Yeah, uh, so, oh. Yeah. Just so sad. Very, very dark. Um, Laura, so, so tell us a little bit more about your relationship with your fiancé, David. We are just, we're just like a normal couple. Um, you know, we, we really are. We don't do anything that is out of the ordinary. We're not, um, you know, drinking each other's blood on fall moons. We're not doing anything <laughs> crazy like that. You know, I brought that up because, uh, it, you know, here in probably out there too, um, you know, we've got headlines with Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly at the moment they're labeled as the the it couple if you like the twin flame couple and um you know for the record they're absolutely gorgeous together um you know they really bring out the best each other i feel as well as a lot of but again they're going through this this journey and um it's one that is hard to navigate not everyone's twin flame journey will be the same everyone's got different spaces but um they have been uh, quite interesting with uh, some of the headlines that have come out on them, uh, especially the one where, you know, uh, Megan and Coulson got engaged and uh, she was saying that they drank each other's blood um, a couple drops for ritual purposes. And uh, now that is also being associated with twin flames, which um, me and David don't do that. We don't do that stuff. Um, we're a normal couple. You know, my partner works very, very hard. He's training to be a nurse and uh, I'm a music producer. So we, we just have a normal day-to-day life. Um, nothing out of the ordinary. We don't do rituals or anything like that. We are just us. And um, that's that's just the way it is. Okay, my my next question would be, and and I, I I would guess I would know you what your answer would be is, you and David consider yourself twin flames. Now with this TFU in the news and the forefront and social media and the backlash, yeah, would you consider? not using that term to describe your relationship with David? Absolutely. Absolutely not. You know, we're, we're twin flames at the end of the day. Um, you know, that's what I deeply truly believe and have done since the day I met him. Um, the way that they are saying what twin flames are, um, is not an accurate, in my opinion, an accurate representation of, of what a twin flame is and how they are. What is, uh, if you've already said this, excuse me, but 
what is your definition of the uh, and outside of TFU? A, a couple that call themselves a twin flame. What makes you a twin, you and David, a twin flame? I feel like it. So let's talk about the journey. And then I think I'll go back there because I feel like this is a good time to mention the, uh, if you don't mind, <laughs> the, sure. the stages. So I feel like the first stage is like the, the preparing stage, the, the awakening, so to say, feeling like you, you have that other half of you out there having that self-awareness that, my my other part of my soul is is out there and i felt like that through through my teens and don't get me wrong like i dated people and um i feel guilty in saying this but i never saw a long-term future with my two ex-partners i never saw that i saw a relationship i didn't see it ending in a marriage in ending in forever if you like um i always felt like i had that other person that other person was out there, that part of my soul was missing. And then I feel like the next stage is the is the meeting is the is the awakening of you've had that immediate recognition, you found your twin flame, you you have that outer body experience, if you like, where your souls have ascended to that highest point, you're the mirror of the other soul, you're experiencing that. And then I feel like the next test is like, it, I, I call it the test, I suppose. I call it the, the conflicts, if you like. You soon see that that mirror is, is there. It's very there. It's never going to go away. Like I was saying earlier, all your insecurities, everything's amplified. So it's how you are able to navigate, how you're able to travel through those issues, how you're able to work on yourself, work together. It's kind of like um, crisis mode, I suppose. You know, this stage where you have that stress test to see if you and your twin flames can handle yourself in the tough situations, if you are able to handle yourself in your situation. Then I feel like the next stage is like the chasing stage. So this is where like separation occurs and um, it may not be a permanent separation. Some twin flames never will, you know, come together again. They will be separated, but some go through a chasing stage. I personally didn't with David, but I feel like it still is a stage that is, is quite popular in the concept to mention. It's like a push and pull dynamic, I suppose you could say. And then I guess the next stage, the the final stage is like the surrender. It's like surrendering. It's that merging souls with each other. It's the letting go of any ego, letting go of anything that you feel is surrounded by your ego or your twin flame's ego. And that's when this time apart from your twin flame, you've learned to grow. You've reflected on your soul work. You've reflected on the time you've spent together and apart. And you've been able to come together in the union by surrendering your souls to one another. And like I said earlier, it when we did this, it was like a forest fire because it was the most slow paced thing at the start, but then it soon blew up. You learn everything so intensely about your other your your partner, your twin flame. You learn all of those things and they really are intense emotions that you will experience, you know, in body, outer body too. And then you become in reunion, if you like, which they've called union. I call it reunion. Um where you feel like you've come together and and that's it. You've accepted it. You've gone through your stages and you've become one. You've come home to yourself because I feel like twin flames are really about 
coming home to not only you, but coming home to, to your twin flame. It's, it's all about healing work that you've done, um, right back, uh, to your linear, your ancestry, ancestry linear. Um, I've personally not looked into that, um, in my relationship. I'd, I'd love to, um, speak to somebody about that, but, uh, that, that's really my take on the journey. I feel like a twin flame is that whole, like I said, the concept of coming home to yourself, it's the mirror of the other soul. It's that belief that a soul could ascend high enough to be split into those two bodies. I find that uh, very enlightening, and, I, and, and thank you for explaining it that way. Um, gosh, I, I just have, the more we talk, I have so many questions uh we may have to do a part two on this uh go back to chasing for a second explain to me the stage of chasing was that you said that was a separation yeah so this didn't happen um to me and david but when i've talked to uh, spiritual teachers i do have quite a lot of spiritual friends and uh, they have told me that the chase is uh, a part of uh, a typical i'll say typical twin flame journey so this occurs in separation the separation period so like i was saying earlier it may not be permanent um twin flames are absolutely notorious for being on and off and uh this stage sometimes is inevitable and um it will arise no matter how much you've worked through the previous stages this can still arise and uh one twin flame will possibly keep distancing themselves um which i was mentioning the push and pull dynamic it's like um one may go off and need to work more on themselves maybe to do with their ancestor lineage and uh the other one will want to come together, will want to be in the next stage, the surrender. So they cannot keep chasing and running away from each other forever. They will actually eventually meet that um, relating the surrender stage. But this chase part is definitely something that possibly could happen. It's quite common to happen. It didn't happen with us. Um, I'm saying yet uh touch wood it didn't happen. Okay. Um, like it's, we're happily engaged. But um, this is a factor that does come up in in the typical twin flame journey yeah they say Uh, that there's about seven stages in total typically the reason i'm asking and 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 really looking at these stages is that the relationship that i just left met many of this criteria including uh the awakening the meeting and the conflicts and the chasing because we did we did separate for a time mm. we took a we took time apart from each other and then got back together the only the only part that we did not complete was the surrendering and um that stage is very very hard yeah um it like i said earlier it's a forest fire it really is that's the best way i could describe it it is like a slow one big explosion you got to work through a lot of stuff. And uh, like I said earlier, getting rid of ego and, um, you know, parts of you that 
you are really insecure about. I mean, I'm quite an insecure person, um, things when it comes to like my looks and things like that, which is very silly, I suppose, but it's, it's little things. I think typically women, uh, struggle there with oh, body absolutely. image in yeah. with the media. Uh, that's a, a struggle for me. And, uh, it was sort of the sense of getting rid of that because that was being mirrored straight back at me with, with David. And um, we both had those struggles. So, you know, it, it's things like that. It's, it's surrendering to one another and and coming home to each other with with healing work with the most healing work you can put on your chakra okay uh one more question and then we're going to wrap this up but i am going to ask you to come back (laughs) lovely Uh, (laughs) i'd um, love that I think I love that you're so interesting. You have questions. I love that. I love that people are I hope this goes down well and people do love this episode. It's it's lovely to be able to be given a chance to talk so freely well, about it. Laura like I said earlier, I, maybe because I was living under a rock because I was immersed in this relationship with this woman and then the year after when we separated, I concentrated on this podcast. But I have, until until you reached out to me, and maybe a week or two prior, I hadn't even heard of any of this. This this TFU, uh, the the documentary. Like I said, I had heard uh, another podcast mention it in in one of their episodes. But they they just said something about the documentary on Netflix, and they didn't even go into details. And it wasn't until you reached out to me that I started to pay attention and actually research and look into this. And I'm finding it, like you, disturbing, fascinating in a, in a distasteful way. And, but what, what's, I think, bothering me is that I went through this process. As you mentioned, these stages, I went through that process with this woman and I have to be careful because there's a part of me, uh, the I guess still the part of me that is insecure or maybe still under her spell that think that thinks maybe she is my twin flame, and this chasing that maybe she and I are in the chasing stage right now where we're, we're separated. But I have to be careful because I know logically and rationally and deep down inside that she is not the person for me so uh one more question for you um you and david are when are you getting you engaged have you set a, a wedding date not yet not yet uh we had some crazy stuff happen to us this year 2023 has not been kind to us and um, we've had a lot of stuff going on so hopefully uh next year we're going to start saving for our wedding but no date as of yet not even a wedding location has been okay. thought of so well, listen, yeah we're just we're, that, we're enjoying being engaged. We're enjoying it. We just go with the flow. So. Enjoy it. And, and uh, I didn't ask you how old you are, but you have plenty of time, I'm sure. And engagements can, that's what they're all about. It's about, it's a commitment or a promise to each other that you will live, the, get married and, and be with each other until death do you part. Um, do you, do you, would you like a family with David? I I would love to, um, you know, it it's whatever the universe throws at us. Um, yep. The universe has sadly thrown a little bit of a curveball with my health um, recently, which has made it a little bit difficult to uh, 
well even to think about it um but uh maybe one day you never know what may happen you never know correct laura we have to wrap it up for time reasons but i i can't thank you enough for um not only reaching out to me but spending some time with me explaining this whole concept and i would like to dive dive deeper into this um and I'll talk to you off air about that. But um, and normally at this point, I would ask you where people can find you online. But I don't you're not promoting yourself and you're not looking to be found. And, you, and also you told me you're not on social media, correct? Except. Yeah. 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 All right. So we, we cannot find Laura anywhere. <laughs> we cannot, <laughs> um, I, I, I do. I. I will say this to the audience. If there's anybody listening that has an opinion on this or and or has knowledge and or was involved with TFU or knows somebody that was involved and would like to come on the show and discuss this, I, I leave that invitation open. And if they if I do hear of anybody, Laura, I'd like you to come back and be part of that discussion. I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to do that. All right. Okay, Laura, I'm going to say goodbye. And again, thank you. And I I have a feeling you and I are going to talk again. I'd love that. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I know that we, at least in the United States and many other countries around the world, live in what would be called a free society or democratic society where unlike communism we can do pretty much what we want say what we want um, especially when it comes to starting a business starting organizations uh, without too much oversight from the government it is disgusting what twin flames universe is doing and i i can't thank laura marie jenks enough for coming forward with her story, sharing her story, and bringing this to my attention. And this is just the first episode of several that we're going to be taking a look at this TFU, as they called. Um, I am on several Facebook groups and in discussion with several people to continue this discussion I'm, I'm just speechless because it's it's it boggles my mind how they get away with this it's one thing to start a non-profit charity or some sort of organization where you want to help people or even a real business where you like a matchmaking service but to start an organization like this where you can charge any amount of money and don't have any credentials or background and anyway we'll talk all about this in in the in the next several episodes about this so again thank you laura and thank you to my audience and as always if you're going to make a choice and you're going to commit i urge you to think long and hard is this the right person for you until next time ciao